The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Uh, yeah, I'll have a large extra butter popcorn and she'll have snow caps? Really? Snow caps? They taste like cardboard. Okay. Come along, it's time for you to Really? Yeah. I For, I used to have strong stances when I was a kid. And then rewatching it as an adult, I have almost completely flipped on all of them. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Chuck's but like, so what, but what was the last time you stance. watched this though? The last time I the last time I watched this Oh because I know for me it's been at least fifteen years. So it's been like two months. Because I was supposed to watch it for uh, Wreck My Podcast, <laughs> and then we bumped that, and then I watched it, before that it had been a couple of years, probably, I think I watched it right when HBO Max like first came out, Okay, because it was like one of the movies on HBO Max, I was like, oh, hell yeah, but I used to have, if I am not mistaken, I had the McDonald's release VHS tape of this. Wow. Like, that's how I got my hands on it. And it was, I used to do this thing where I had a movie a summer and I would just watch that movie every single day. Okay. That year, that summer and the following summer. Uh, so this came out in uh, 95? 90. Yeah. yeah. So we are watching Batman Forever uh, from yeah. 1995. Yeah. So like the summer of 95, summer of 96, I watched this movie every single day. Nice. Because I was just like, <laughs> I was obsessed with it. This was, this was. I'm going to be Joey now. Like I'm going to be the guy that is going to live purely out of nostalgia, knowing that it is not good and scoring this way higher than it needs to be. See, you say that, but this nostalgia for me too. I watched this a lot when I was young. Well, you say that, but teens. Joey still thought it was great. So <laughs> it's my I, score I, will reflect it. I still it. watched it and I liked it. Like I still remember watching and be like, Oh my God, I remember this as a kid. And I loved it. You know what I mean? But like so, objectively watching it as an adult, I go, Oh, I get why this kind of gets a lot of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, there's a lot to unpack in this. It, it may have actually been worse than uh, Batman 2. Well, I, by the critic standards, yes, it was. But that's because everything had shifted from the dark, brooding, whatever Tim Burton set up in the first two movies, to a little more lighthearted and really fluorescent with the neon colors movie. Um yeah, and that it, was stupid. Why was everything in fucking neon? That comes down to shocking WB. Because <laughs> they, uh, you know, they like to move in different directions and be like, well, the last one was really dark. We, we don't want it to be that dark this time around. Well, but um, I also feel like that was a look for the time. Like, so we'll get into this, but there are a lot of things that I watched this and I said, oh, that's a very 90s look. This is a very 90s thing. And I feel like this was like a commentary on the things that were happening in the nineties. Cause like, I feel like cyberpunk ish stuff was like making a resurgence and that's why they went heavy with this neon. I remember neon, like everybody had a neon light. You know what I mean? Like I remember the back, like in the late nineties, 
but not mid nineties. I feel like, I feel like yeah, it was no, mid nineties. It was when we were in high school that all the fucking neon black light shit came back mm-hmm. out. And... See, I remember that. I mean, you, I you guys kid, are though, older so. than me, but I remember being in elementary school, like when this yeah, movie came that out. Tracks because you're you're what thirty three. I'm thirty four. So so and we're high I'm... school yet yeah, to high school. So yeah. Yeah, so thirty eight. So. Unless unless it's a situation where it was because of this movie that I remember all that. You know what I mean? That's, like, that's highly, well, because it's this movie and Batman and Robin. They're right. only two years apart. That's true. Batman and Robin had a whole lot of fluorescent. Shit it, in it was too. so much more fluorescent yeah. and just like vibrant colors shooting in your face. And but I would say the the fluorescence of it made it feel more like a comic book. To yeah. me, like to me as a kid. Like it felt more like a comic book than watching it back, watching Batman or Batman Returns, which felt That's like fair. I was watching Tim Burton's Batman. Well, I didn't feel like I was watching the, a comic even some book of the Batman. dialect in this made it feel like a fucking comic book. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. mostly because both Nicole Kidman and Val Kilmer, when they would you know read their lines to each other, their faces didn't move just like a comic. So. <laughs> Those two, yep. okay. Yep. Those two had no fucking chemistry whatsoever. I don't care what anybody says. Like, well, and it, the every time that Nicole Kidman was on screen, she, while breathtaking, just didn't know what the fuck to do with her at all. Like, she just is very wooden. You're right. Like, they, they had no chemistry. It's she's delivering her lines, and damned all if they actually make sense on her cadence and deliverance. Like it just it's but but that's also kind of the charm of the movie, you know, like they this. Yes, this movie isn't the greatest. We all could agree with that. But nostalgia, like we were talking about, Chuck, is one of the things that, you know, made us watch it all the time. Like I watch this more. This one and Batman and Robin, I watch more than Batman and Batman Returns. Plain and simple. I had Batman and Robin. I watched more because it was on like. HBO, like the channel. Well, see, and I didn't have that. I had well, the VHS. So my, my, my mom, if I wanted to watch it, I would just pop it in. Had like five different HBO channels, so I could literally start watching it on one and then watch it four times go, in a row. Go to West and watch it there, and then yeah. go to eat. Yep, I remember when I had cable, which wasn't until high school, being able to do that. It's like, oh yeah, I didn't catch the beginning of this movie. Well, I'll wait until like the movie's over, and then go over here and watch it there. <laughs> In exactly 45 minutes, it'll be starting on HBO, you know, 2 or HBO Central or, or something. Yeah. But, so, I would, let's... I would say that I've I've seen this more than Batman and Robin because I didn't own Batman and Robin on VHS. Okay. So, like, I had to... I think finally I had rented Batman and Robin or borrowed it from a friend and made, like, a bootleg, like, VHS tape of it. But I definitely... Yeah, I watched the shit out of this movie. Because they did, I remember they had the frosted cups from McDonald's, which I yep. still I still have the Riddler one somewhere. It has a bunch of pens in it, and then they still they, have it. I'm pretty sure that they released the the VHS tape at McDonald's as well as like a promotional thing. Because there was like a stint of like McDonald's doing VHS movies. Because my well, mom has I mean, a copy of Ghost from right McDonald's the stamp on the corner. Nice. Right at the beginning of the movie, he literally puts in like the whole fucking commercial for McDonald's, right? Where he's like, "Yeah, he's like, oh, Master Bruce, would you like a sandwich? No, I'll get drive through. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's also there was another thing. I don't know if either one of you had this, but there was like a board game that came out with this that you know came out to promote this movie, and that game had a cassette tape. To where you pop it in, it, it will have 
music. It'll have dialogue from the from the movie, and ultimately you're you're playing the cards, going over the board, and then like by the time you get to the end of the board and the end of side A, you gotta flip it over, flip the board over, and then like you're it's basically you going through Gotham at first, and then the the la- the other side is you going up to Nigma Tech and taking down the Riddler and Joke and uh, Two Face. I played the shit out of the game. And I also listen to that cassette tape constantly. So, like, when the I heard the lines over and over and over again, that went along with the music. So I'm watching this, and that's popping up. Like, memories of that is coming into my head. Like, this, this movie, while, like I said, while not the greatest, is one that I know a lot of. Yeah, I mean, I it's what it is. I think I had the uh, game for the Genesis... Oh, the video game? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was infuriating. Yeah. It was, it was so bad, and it's yep. so hard for no and, reason. And the controls sucked, and, yeah. like, it was, yes, it was a monstrous, terrible yeah. game. <laughs> Good times. All right, what so let's go, ahead and, oh. <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and get into it a little bit. Um, obviously, uh, I guess I, should I introduce ourselves? Yeah, I'm Joe, co-host Ron. Hey, everybody. Returning is Chuck. Wait, hold on one second before What's we get up? into that. Has there been a change made to this show yet? When this uh, maybe. Yes. The long con of that some bitch <laughs> got me back on his stupid fucking network. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, we are uh, part of the professional casual network now. You. Professional casual network. Welcome back, Big Chuck. Well, yep. Radio size Chuck. Damn it. <laughs> Disappointing Charles. Oh, I was so close. I was so close. You are, I mean, look, you're still. Just when I thought I was out, you pulled me back in. <laughs> uh, I'm only going to have to pull you back in for at least one more oh, for Babin and Robin, which right. will be in a couple months. So, uh, you know, you can we can knock that one out and then you'll we'll be done. Be a podcast by then, who knows? You know? yeah, exactly. I, I really feel like I really feel like we have to have Chuck on for every Batman live Listen, action. I'll movie. do. I'll do. If I don't have to edit. I'll do whatever you need. <laughs> See, I love that's what that's what Rob does. He doesn't edit; <laughs> and he just shows up. Well, you give me a time and date, I'll make it work. The second you make me start chopping up some uh, audio, buddy, I'm out of there. I see. And my dad. <laughs> I yep. Just tell a sad dad joke. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, so like I said, we're talking about Batman Forever. Came out in '95. Um, this. Obviously, the big controversy, I guess, is that the, uh, Michael Keaton's gone. Val Kamer came to take over as Bruce Wayne Batman. What was uh, the reason that they bumped Keaton out? Like, actually? It's not that they bumped him out. He didn't accept the role once he saw the script. I mean, that's fair. Like, he, <laughs> Shoemaker came in, or Schumacher came in. Um, Tim, it's still a Tim Burton production, which is I found interesting because I don't think I ever knew that. Well, that doesn't really mean anything. I mean, everything Tim Burton does, Tim Burton really doesn't do anyways, so, like... Yes, but the fact that it's still part of, like, it technically would be part of that world. I mean, the, yes... The Burton-verse? Yeah, <laughs> but we already know it is, but now we now we know it is. Um, so, he... Shoemaker, Schumacher comes in. Um, he does a version of the script, which is not completely this, but there's some differences. Um... Was it that script that you linked to the uh, no. Discord? No. <laughs> that is a good script, though. Over at um, com slash professional casual. Get access to the Discord and read that script. 
Look, look at that. I can't even say a Discord without him popping that thing off there. Like, it's just wired. It's, 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 just, it's just ingrained in my DNA. <laughs> um, He's actually got a little box in the back that Tim yeah. adjusts every now and then. That yeah. just, like, every time a trigger <laughs> word happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> just kind of clicks on. Um, yeah, so Val Kilmer was, was picked to to be the new Bruce Wayne Batman. Um, what would you guys think of his performance? Terrible. Worst As bat- which? Worst Batman? But yes. a better Bruce Wayne because that's than- yeah that is what I've, I've been I've always said I have always said that and then the reverse of that when we get to Batman and Robin George Clooney sucked as Bruce Wayne but was a decent Batman. I uh, I think the only film that I've ever actually really appreciated Val Kilmer's acting in was The Saint. Mm. It's been a long Other time since I've seen that one. He's got very. I mean, he's like almost typecast, like as far as his character's um, mannerisms and behaviors and stuff go. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't particularly find him uh, that uh, good in this role at all. Yeah, because he like he literally like, his all of his lines, like whether they were one liners or whether they were you know like actual lines and shit, were like. You know how you know somebody's getting paid to do something and you're not sure if they really want to be there or not? Like when you go to McDonald's. When they like, phone it in. And they're like, hey, thanks for you know coming to McDonald's. I'll be with you in a minute or whatever through the drive-thru. That's what his lines made me think of. Okay. I can't say he did a... Mm, I can't agree 100% on that one. But there are definitely moments that like I, it's popping off in my head to where, okay, I can I can understand that. Uh, especially the the at the circus when he's yelling at at Two Face, you know, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm I'm Batman. Um, because he's not like he's not showing a lot of emotion in that scene. Like but oh, while we're there, there's people about to die, and that. I'm like, mm. while we're there and we're talking about that, Go and ahead. Bruce Wayne getting up and kicking the shit out of a bunch of goons right in the middle of a circus in front of everybody and nobody, like, bats an eye. Well, they were in away. a panic. There yeah. was a bomb and a but, man with a scarred face. That's but true. on it top of that, I think we... <laughs> wow. We mentioned it a little bit in one of the last, I think, returns. Um, he's, he's yelling, allegedly, that he's Batman. He's got Dr. Mer- Chase Meridian, Nicole Kidman, to one side. He's got the nosy reporter to the other, and What's neither one of like them. Gabby Gaddis, Gladys um, I don't remember. She's in the next film, too, but it's whatever. Um, but neither one of them hear him say that, and you know Chase was staring directly at Bruce Wayne's dick the entire time. So, eh. Maybe couldn't hear. Maybe it was in the way. She was focused on... She won that D. Yeah. So after she finds out he's Batman, do you suppose she makes him wear the uh, cape and cowl when they're fucking? 100%. 100%. Why is that the common trope in all these movies? Is that they want they want to date Bruce, but they don't want to because they're in love with a man in a mask? Like I feel like that's just been the constant theme well, throughout Batman ever. Well, Selina in Returns... Didn't really have a thing for Batman. She had more of a thing for Bruce. But her alter ego Catwoman had a thing for Batman. That's true. That's very true. And that one, you know, the masks are just whatever. They stay. They stay mostly on. 
Um, I don't know because then the no, next no, no, film, no. the mask stays on. Do you have protection? Yeah, the mask. <laughs> <laughs> but then, because then the next one, in Batman and Robin, it's Poison Ivy who really is just wants Batman and Robin because I don't she know, wants she's to kill them. a pedophile or something. Um, Can she be a pedophile if he's in his 20s? I was going to say, they're both very old in that movie. What are you talking but about? But so, he was old in this movie. That Yeah, he was actually 25. Oh, we'll Chris, get, we'll get into will... Robin, trust me. Oh, I, we'll get there. <laughs> um... So, so I don't the, know. The beginning opening scene of this when they're in the bank. All right. I want to get through this because I'm trying to oh, do my no, next sort of boiling acid. Acid well, can't boil. Anyway, first off, when he uses his like stunnerang on those guys, they literally make cartoon noises while they're getting electrocuted. <laughs> and then that's how you know they're getting electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's, then, pro, that's pro wrestling 101, you know well, what I mean? Like okay, how do that's you know? Fair. That, that's fair. But then the one dude is getting electrocuted so long that after they are fighting, Batman throws another guy into him and electrocutes him. Um, did you add both those guys to your kill count? Because nope, they, they didn't die. They would no. definitely have died being electrocuted that long. Nope. It was a very small voltage. He's just oh. not his. He's not going to really have any like sperm left. Oh, that's fair. Also, um, it's like it's it's the equivalent of like those uh, things that they put on guys' stomachs so we know what birth uh, contractions feel yeah. like. That's all it is. Yeah, that's all it was. Um, while he's like in the vault with the guard that he was trying to save, that was obviously a trap, and Batman being the world's greatest detective uh, walked right into it. So I kind of, yeah, now that I think about it, I've, and I have been thinking about it since I said I think he's a better Bruce Wayne, uh, he might not be the best, like, he might be billionaire Bruce, like fuckboy Bruce, good, but greatest detective Bruce he might be the worst. They didn't well, even. Yeah. They didn't even try. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. When he's when he's well, because he got thing, he's like, let's see, numbers, but not thirteen on a face. One through twelve on the face of something. Something's coming to me. I got it. Oh, it's a clock. <laughs> um. Well, and especially in the very beginning, he got bombarded by Chase Meridian's boobs in his face. Like you saw it. Like if you saw his face, he's just like. Oh, tits, what? You hurt? Okay, I gotta go over here. And every single time that he ran into her, he, he got distracted. Uh, so, yeah, because the, like, the second time he runs into her, she's literally giving him a fucking strip show, and then, you know, like... That's what I'm saying. Like, he didn't care. He was about ready to give up the identity to be with her. Like, I'm not saying he can't do that, but... Well, back, to the, back to the beginning. So, Batman absolutely teabags tea that guard as he's crawling across him and to like get to the acid or whatever. Yeah, like there's no way that the fucking bat balls didn't just drop into that dude's <laughs> eyelids. Yeah. Then they're in an enclosed space. Don't worry, he couldn't hear it. <laughs> they're in an enclosed space with acid pouring into it. You can see like the fumes coming off of this acid. They would have been dead like as soon as the acid started filling up in there because they would have been fucking rendered unconscious by the fumes. So like that would have been like roll credits right there. Yeah, would have been great. The fact that he didn't pull out a a breather, yeah. to even protect himself from that was. I mean, pretty sad. That just goes to show you that the writing was better on the animated series. Well, yeah, that was a given. Uh, and then after they escape, right out of that vault, and he is getting ready to cut the line to throw the vault back into the bank, he. Shoots a fucking uh, grappling hook through a 
stone wall. Cement wall, whatever. Right? Yeah. This takes the full weight of this, like, huge-ass vault that was able to withstand all that acid that was inside of it on a fucking pinky-wide wire in a stone wall. Gotham, oh, and this isn't the first time, or the only time in the movie either. Gotham has some of the greatest structural integrity of their buildings ever. Like, next-level shit. Except for when, you know, convenience. Yeah. Um, about, yeah, so in the trivia in IMDb, somebody had put that as one of the goofs, um, which, yeah, it doesn't make sense. I will 100% say it doesn't make sense, except for the fact that it's Batman, and we already know he is a billionaire that likes to keep the best tech for himself and not give it to the police of Gotham. That's fair. Oh, speaking, well, that's actually probably a good thing. Yeah, but but, realistically, yeah. they had to one-up it. I mean, think about it. In Returns, he shot the grappling hook and ripped out a piece of wall to knock out a dude. Mm-hmm. Right? So they have to take it one step further. They have to make the grappling hook better. How do we do that? By careening a vault back into a building. Perfectly at that. Perfectly right in the, the cutout. It. That One in a million shot. Not even Luke Skywalker could have done that. Nope. Okay? Right That there. right there just goes to prove that Batman could never use the oops wrong hole excuse. <laughs> That's accurate. Yep. <laughs> but also, can we talk about how um, Batman was on top of this helicopter without getting chopped up by the blades? He's Riley. I mean, I saw him do that in Fortnite. I don't really understand what you're doing. <laughs> fair. Yeah. Very fair. And then they crash into not Statue of Liberty. That was fun. <laughs> um, that was Lady Gotham, isn't it? Or something like that they called it? I don't know. Um, the- it's it's New York. Like Gotham is based off of New York, but they can't just say New York. So New York was copyrighted when they first started doing it. So you yeah, know. no, actually, in the in the very beginning, like in the old Batman comics, he was based out in New York. So then eventually well, became Gotham. Didn't, he didn't want to get into a fight with Spider Man, so he exactly shit up and went to Gotham. You know, Spider Man who wasn't even around yet took about twenty years, but it's fine. Yep. Hey, and when did he start uh, going to Gotham? <laughs> About 10 years prior to that. See, he knew. Okay. He was running. He's the world's greatest detective, Joey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's like, so okay, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. There's a spider kid. <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, Edward Nigma and his proposal to Bruce Wayne. Oh, to suck the um, brainwaves out of people's heads. Yes. like I, For entertainment. For So when he actually told Bruce what was going on with this. And I can't remember exactly how he proposed it. Like Bruce actually sounds interested. And I think if, if, uh, <laughs> if, if Nigma hasn't been like, Oh, I need an answer right now. Like right this minute, I think Bruce actually would have like used that to his advantage at some point. Like he would have stolen that technology from Nigma and, uh, you know, used it for one of his tools somewhere. Yeah. So either way, you're saying he would have made himself a, a villain one way or another. Bruce is always a villain. Yeah, sorry. Yes, Batman makes his own villains. It is. It was very interesting watching this in like the lens of 2022. How like creepily accurate they nailed what was coming. Like essentially, we have all of this. Like that. Like Enigma technology literally exists now he he's touting like there's gonna be a box in every house yeah and everybody's gonna be watching it yeah like i've got multiple devices 
that is like that. Like I can watch TV through my cable box mm-hmm. or on my PlayStation Five. But you like, can't watch it right into your brain. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, like that's but VR tech. We are so close to that. And it's also sucking all the information. It's constantly listening to us. It's constantly taking uh-huh. let me know. You know what I mean? Like it was. It, I was watching this and thinking, "Wow, they actually kind of nailed like what the future actually was going to be." And at, at and, one and point, Bruce has got a like an Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah, and everybody, everybody who was old in that movie that was just like, "This is barbaric. This is the most insane, most you know." ridiculous mm-hmm. thing i've ever seen and human thing i've ever seen is like the same people who didn't don't understand what the internet is still you know what well, i mean yeah. like, like it's just it's wild to me it was just like wow yeah no this was actually a really interesting commentary of like how they nailed it yeah. now i will ask you this very much like we say batman and bruce wayne what was your feelings on on jim carrey being edward nigma and to the riddler Oh, you're talking about where he was playing like the Joker, but not calling himself the Joker. Is that what it was about? very like as the Riddler. It was very over the top. Really, as Edward Nigma, it was really over the top. But this is he also it was peak thing really well. That as Edward Nigma, like even though it's well in the very beginning, because once he once he got the quote unquote knowledge from people, I guess he started becoming a little more like smarter. Well, but he also went. And I didn't even know how that like, like he was loopy, like Jim Carrey. I mean, I get it. It's Jim Carrey. It's yes. Like this is fresh the off the mask. Is supposed to Jim be Carrey. Like, yeah, but the Riddler's supposed to be like this, you know, like super smart, like you know, villain that's always you know making puzzles and problems. And this is just a fucking goon that's like he had more. Like I said, he had more of a Joker vibe for me than he did a Riddler vibe for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it, it he like did he did he do okay? Sure, but Frank Durban from the '66 did a hell of a better job. Yeah. Right, and and I guess like my for the most like Riddler was one of my favorite characters for a long time. Like I said, I liked his concept, but I based it off the animated series because that's all I really ever knew about. Which uh, ironically was John Glover that did the voice, who we'll see in the next movie. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Fun fact. Um, and so, like, I always kind of liked his version of Edward Nigma, mm-hmm. even though it's Jim Carrey being over the top and, and weird. But, like, there's, like, little, like, when he goes back to, like, his home lab or whatever, and he's just, like, kind of like that weird 90s alt dude just, like, hanging out and, like, listening to, like, Smashing Pumpkins or whatever it was that was playing. Yeah. And you're just, like, I was, like, okay, this, like, this is Edward Nigma, like, working on stuff, putting things together. He's got the, like, fortune te- teller, riddler, you know, concept in there and stuff i i really like that i don't like his riddler necessarily because it is i mean as a kid i thought he was the funniest thing i'd ever seen in my entire mm-hmm. life and i thought he was so cool um but watching it back i yeah and there's a lot of other comments about him and two-face specifically that i had problems with but well there's also the fact that Two-Face tommy lee black. jones at uh, what well no oh, we'll get there because it was asked in discord but um, Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey notoriously hate each other. I could not really work together on set. Which, like, so, that was interesting. You to see. could, you could kind of see it, like a, you a could few see times. It. Yeah, there's like a couple of times where you they're like legitimately grabbing each other. Yeah, and like trying to. I feel I felt like so when I watched this originally, I loved Jim Carrey, 
And I hated Tommy Lee Jones in this. Okay. I did not like his version of Two-Face, even though I constantly flipped a coin and caught it and go, ha, my kind of day. <laughs> you know, like, just, like, nonsense like that. But, like, again, animated series version of Two-Face is what I grew up on, so that's yeah. what I loved. And I always just, like, hated this version of him for, like, what, like whatever reason. Um, though I did enjoy Sugar... Is it Sugar and Spices? His yeah. Girls? Yeah, that uh, was Drew right. Barrymore and um, the other lady that I can never remember. What the hell? It did. Where's my phone? I guess. <laughs> okay, yeah. while you look that up, that's good. Um, like that was a, that was a solid solid choice for me. But like I don't know, Two Face. Like uh, I don't know. But when they were together on screen, you could tell that Debbie Mazer. That okay. yeah, that's. Um, you could tell that Tommy Lee Jones was trying to outact Jim Carrey. Yeah. Like he was just he wasn't trying to be more over the top. He was just trying to be better. Because and Jim Carrey was just being Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Jim Carrey to the nth degree. And like this is a common thing for Jim Carrey in movies. Well, especially the earlier movies. Yeah. Because it's like he went so method acting and everything. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you ever saw the documentary about him doing uh, Man on the Moon. No, but I heard it was great. It's a very good documentary, and like the fact that he literally does become Andy Kaufman, like in like in the movie, like or behind the scenes and stuff, like the entire time he's in character, even when they go to breaks, to the point where Jerry the King Lawler legitimately tries to fist fight him because he's so irritated <laughs> by the fact that it's like Andy Kaufman. He's like, but he's he's Andy Kaufman in the in the role of what's happening. He didn't understand that it was a work. So, like, he was actually legitimately annoying him to the point where, like, in the middle of shooting, Jerry the King Lawler tries to take a swing at him. And they had to, like, cut immediately and get people in the ring to pull him apart. Damn. Damn. Yeah. And and Jim Carrey still does Andy Kaufman the entire time. And it's like, oh, come on, come on, I'll fight you. Like, doing all that stuff. And just, <laughs> pissing, just pissing Jerry the King Lawler off more and more. So, like, it's interesting to see, like, like looking at it now when we know that, like, that's how he is. Mm-hmm. How much these two legitimately hated each other. I mean, I'm glad that they didn't like go fist fighting, but uh, it, off behind scenes. But yeah, no, it just that was one of the things I've always heard that these two just couldn't work together. Like they worked together, but like they hated working together. Um, yeah, don't know why. I, I don't. I unless, unless Tommy Lee Jones just hated Jim Carrey because he thought he was just too Jim Carrey or or what, but like. You know, Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones, he's he's a good actor. He's a legitimate actor. He, I think around this time, we are, what, like a year or two after The Fugitive or, right? Yes. Because that was 92, 93? Yes. And like That's after great. this, he gets, he's Agent K in Men in Black. Yeah, which we just covered not too long ago. That yeah. Literally the last movie. Um, so yeah, it's a Tommy Lee Jones month apparently. I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's, that's some of that. Um, let's see, where do we want to move on to next? Do we want to uh, talk about, about, do you want to move on to Dick Grayson? The Sharkmobile and the, the Bat Nipples. The Sharkmobile? The Batmobile looks like a fucking shark. Batmobile, okay. So I call not it shark. So not as bad as Batman and Robin. We'll but get then, there next but movie. The bat nipples. But why did the suit need nipples? So, yeah, it's a good question. Which I remember arguing with you one time, Chuck, that he had bat nibbles in this. You said no, he didn't. 
And I said, I showed you a picture. I was like, yes, yes, he did. Yeah, I don't remember the nipples. It wasn't as prominent because by the last suit, the yeah. suit at the end, he didn't have any. And I think Robin did. Maybe. Maybe? That's just because it was cold. But there, so there is a theory behind it. The nipples? Yeah, the nipples and like why they exist. Like there's like a canonically like makes oh, sense. Oh, are those the sonar? Uh... <laughs> uh, so you would think so. That's what I assume too. But like Batman's whole thing was like the reason why he has a like a bright colored symbol on his chest is so um, when people shoot at him, that's where they're going to aim. And that's the mm-hmm. most protected area. But the symbol wasn't yellow on his suit. So they had to do something to distract them, to draw the attention, to shoot. Thus, he pasted on the nipples. Because people are like, Who, nipples, who's got nipples? Him. Clearly, I got to shoot this guy with nipples. That's... So he they would just start gunning down nipple people. You know what I, I mean? I mean, that makes sense. They're like, why would you I put like nipples it. on the outside of a suit? Bam, bam, bam. Right. They're like, oh, my God. Clearly, he's not wearing any type of armor. Let's shoot him right there. <laughs> wow. Uh, yep. The Catwoman reference was pretty funny also. What do I need? A whip and a leather suit to get your attention or whatever? Yeah. Totally missed that one. That was good. Was good. Um, oh, we, also, so the the boss, uh, I can't think what the hell his name is, Enigma's uh, boss in the beginning. Like, oh, uh, who gets that or excited like that? about a fucking fishing show? Oh, Somebody who wants some reaction? Huh? My dad. My dad oh, okay. used to get really high. Like that oh, I thought you were saying that dude was your dad. I was like, no, no. My dad would get that hyped about a fishing show, though. Would it? Yeah. yeah. I remember in the 90s, like, just flipping through Farmer 5, and there'd be, like, bat, pro bass fishing on, like, PBS yeah. for, like, yeah, you watch an it, hour, stretch of that. hours. It's like watching golf. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I also will give, in that scene, I'll give uh, Nigma props for being able to manipulate the footage. That was kind of, like, early on being able to yeah. do that, you know? Yeah. yeah, they actually had better CGI in the CGI uh, flop right there than they did in the whole movie. Um. Also, well, before we get too far away from this scene, did you guys, and you may not have, did you look at Bruce's assistance when he came walking in to the building the first time? Nope. One of those assistants was John Favreau. Favreau. Really? Yep. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I think it was around the, um, what's the, the shoot, sh- what's the, the one movie, the, like, the, with the dice? Shoot, not shooters. Um, never mind. Maybe with the dice, Dungeons and Dragons. No, he's like a. Yeah, no, it's Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Anyway, can we talk about when um, Nigma hands him the letter and like he gives the whole exposition of the letter? Like, yeah, find that the handwriting, sentence structure, and blah 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 match exactly. But then when they <laughs> open up the letter, it's like three lines. Like, okay. I, yeah, but like I think that they designed, they did that just to design that like he's insane. Like he's a very smart man, but he's also literally insane that he thinks that this is all great stuff, and then Bruce opens it and doesn't get it. Right? I think I think that's what they're trying. They're trying to yeah, they're just trying to like play it off of like Bruce doesn't get it, even though he's interested, he doesn't get it, and then, therefore he doesn't want to support it. And this man clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, very true. Um, all right, so let's move on to uh, to Dick Grayson and his dead family. The Flying Dick. Um, so what's funny is Dick Grayson in the comics, 
He, you know, is, this is what, a child. 12? He's definitely he's like ten. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, definitely a child. So this they is obviously one of those things where they have a, a person in their twenties playing a person in their teens, right? So yeah, so uh, allegedly he's at least sixteen because he's driving. But uh, from the sounds of it, he might what be like eighteen or nineteen. You have to be. I think you have to be eighteen to ride a motor, like to drive a motorcycle. Is it? Yeah. I don't. Okay, yeah. so he's at least eighteen then. Um, so he's an adult. He's an adult. He's an adult. That and Bruce, Bruce is, is like trying to adopt an adult. Look, I, when you're rich, I you can know. do things like that. Kind basically, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Because then he family. I want him. Get because him. then he manipulates him to be like, "Hey, so you see all these all these bikes? Well, I don't know. I can't fix that one. Alfred's have a tough time with it. Hey, have a nice life." Like he manipulates him to stick around, and then does a really piss poor job of of uh, having Alfred. And the okay, whole scene, in, the in whole scene. scene though, this is super important. In okay. that scene, when he says, "You know, like, well, hey, I'll see you later," he says. I hope you land on your feet and then goes to shake this kid's hand. What happened to his parents the scene before that? Wow. <laughs> like, I'm just like, holy shit, Bruce, nice tact. And I don't know if that was intentional. Like, I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Because I didn't catch it. What a sick bird. like, fuck. I was like, god damn, Bruce. I, I love mean, that. I'm cold and I wouldn't even do that to somebody that just had their parents fall off of a fucking trapeze and spit. Yeah. Oh, I might. But, but, so his parents... This is how his parents died in the comics. Um, what was new to me was his brother, which, if you saw, looked in the credits, they had Mom Grayson, Dad Grayson, which they both have names in the comics, like John and, and Mary, and then they don't ever list the brother at all in the credits, which is really shitty. <laughs> Well, see, he wasn't actually supposed to be there. He was supposed to be a stunt double, but they just kept filling it at the same time, so they're like, what the hell? <laughs> also, wow. that was the lightest, like, two-ton bomb I'd ever seen. Yeah, he grabs it. No, with, Robin's just... just jacked. Oh, is that? What, yeah. But was it two-ton? Or did it say two-ton on there? No, um, he said, he it, said was, it, was... it was 200 sticks of dynamite. Yeah, yeah. like, whatever. That's still unbelievably That's still heavy lot. for a guy Plus, who was, was able to like lift it up with one metal, hand. like... Yeah, but like, but that's what I thought. I thought it was it was two tons, stupid heavy, and yeah, Dick Grayson just grabs it by the handle and just rolls it over the top, and it you know falls in the lake and blows up, but doesn't really have a big explosion. That's because it was underwater. Sure, it's just like a creeper in Minecraft. If it's underwater, it doesn't actually blow anything up. Okay. <laughs> I haven't played Minecraft in forever. Um, um, hey, I will say though, one of my favorite lines that I say on a regular basis to most of my uh, coworkers uh, is the where he's like, "I want, I want Batman uh, beaten, beaten, broken, bloody, in other words, dead." I say that on a regular basis to a lot of people, and they don't get the reference, uh, so they just assume that I just only want to inflict violence and chaos on people. So I do well, just a Batman, I mean, but fine. And I will say this. Watching this back as an adult, I very much now like Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face. I think he actually does a really good job. I think he, he actually performs and and takes the role seriously, which I don't feel like anybody else did. Yeah, or like Jim Carrey, like as like as a kid growing up, Jim Carrey was like the thing that got me like attracted to it because I love the riddle. I like the riddler. I love the riddler, and it was Jim Carrey who I was a big fan of. Yeah, and it always felt like. 
Tommy Lee Jones was like boring. It was like, oh, this isn't Two Face. You know what I mean? Like he's just like, like really leaning into the fact that he's got two different faces. Yeah, it's and, like you, you, you got to answer to me and me. Right. Like he did like a lot of like yeah that like head like hair girl flip thing. Yeah. But like watching it back, it's like oh no, I forgot. Like he's acting his ass off and actually nailing this and making Jim Carrey look like a fucking clown. Which he does that by himself. So I yeah, mean. which yeah. is like the whole thing. Like, I think if I almost want to say if Two Face wasn't in this, I would have liked Jim Carrey better because then it would have just been unhinged Jim Carrey. So Two Face actually first script Two Face wasn't in it. It was gonna be focused just on the Riddler, and then they're like, I think when Schumacher came on, he wanted to throw Two Face in there, make it, uh, you know, two against one, similar to Batman Returns. And then obviously introduce Robin, because they tried to introduce Robin in original the first script in for Returns I think had Robin, but then that got written out and eventually obviously became in in this one. Now, um, one thing also, <clears throat> the whole like reason for him being called Robin, right? Like it's fine. It was dumb. It was dumb, but it's fine. They said I swooped in like a like Robin. a Robin. Um. Yeah, I but don't. then the bird on his uh, on his helmet was like a fucking phoenix. Look, look, yeah, shit. I, I always like a cardinal too, and never got the never got the fact that he was like, oh yeah, you know, because of the helmet. Um. But yeah. So back to Two Face before we moved on there. Um. The the reason why they got Two Face in this was because of Schumacher. Um. And the reason they got Tommy Lee Jones was because they bought out Billy D. Williams. When he did, when he was playing Harvey Dent in Batman, the first one, in 89, he had the knowledge that he, he was informed that eventually Two-Face is going to be coming down the road and you will be Two-Face. Never happened. This new script comes up. WB buys Billy D. Williams out of his contract so they don't have to work with, work with him on that, which I think is a... Terrible mistake. Um, and we he didn't get to play Two Face until the Lego Batman movie in uh, what 2013, 14, whatever, whenever that came out. Um, so that's you know, th- there you go, uh, Bruce underscore Leroy. There's your answer, even though I already put it in the uh, Discord. So, <laughs> um, can we talk about the fact that um, Two Face likes donkey meat? That was weird, right? Right. Also, the fact he also had like two full course meals, one good, I mean, one bad. He always had two full course meals, but uh, they were called sugar and spice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I knew you were going there. there Thank is. you. Um, can there we also is. talk about when um, uh, Robin is doing his laundry? Yeah, the kung fu laundry that he was doing. Okay, so as a kid, I remember this being cool, and then I watched it. And I'm just like, what the fuck is what this really shit doing? It, there's there's a dryer right there. Also, training, Ron. Also, stop training. You oh shit! That was training going. montage. I gotta write that down. <laughs> well, I would count it. I count it. But uh, can we talk about if there was that much water in those clothes? That washer was terrible. It, he didn't let it go all the way through the spin cycle. Is what the problem was. Okay. But can we also talk about how he hits on Alfred after he gets done with it? He finishes up the longer. He mops the floor, and then he goes. And Alfred's cheeks turn a little rosy. You know, it was. Cute. I mean, they really look rosy. He looked like concerned. That this thirty-three-year-old that 
Bruce apparently adopted is, uh, you know, weird and hitting on him. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Weird that he did his own laundry and mopped the floor when he made a mess. He was being an adult. Whoa, whoa, like, whoa. Sh- whoa, shh. Keep <laughs> it down. Bruce will hear you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's one thing Bruce Wayne's never done. Hey, look, I know, but like that's, that's the difference between like, being rich and being poor. Robin had to take care of his own shit. I know, Bruce is like, like, hey, old man, really old guy. Like, the whole thing of this is like, Robin is this strong, independent woman who needs no man. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, he needs him. Yeah, yeah and well, then at the end of the movie, I need the help. Um, so after the scene is when he breaks into the Batcave. Uh, he's like, oh yeah, because this, oh, this is the only door. But like, this is the only door that is locked. Why is it locked? If they had just left that door unlocked, because there was all the fine china right there, like it would have been fine. They he wouldn't have had any questions to go try and and follow Alfred d- into the room. But here we are. Also, can we talk about how fast Alfred got down those stairs? Well, yeah, he he's like probably 95 has like a, years old. Okay. No, he's like 95 in the next one because he's almost dead. Fine. He's like Actually, 94 years old. <laughs> regardless. Um, he, okay, so from the time that that door opens and he walks in, you know, fucking dipshit does his little slide down the fucking banisters and rolls down the cart curtain, slides through the door, right? Falls down this, you know, two flights of fucking, like, stone stairs, which he definitely would have broken, like, ribs and neck and whatever. But... He He's lands at the bottom. They were, they were that, and there yeah, were nurse yeah, stairs. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but Alfred is already at the bottom of the stairs, like, doing other shit by the time he falls down these stairs, right? Which okay. means that Alfred teleported from that room downstairs. No, no, no. He took the bat pole. Uh, well, I didn't think we were actually going to talk about that, but now that you've brought it up. Okay, so there we go. When Batman and Robin say they're partners at the end of this, do you suppose that's what they were talking about? Taking the bat pole? Just, just grooming? That's that's all this movie is? <laughs> grooming, exactly. <laughs> just grooming an adult? Right. Well, I mean, he is it grooming when he's willingly right? accepting it? Yeah, that's bit. the whole point of grooming. Yeah, yeah manipulation. <laughs> but no, he but he knows. It's the whole grooming and manipulation is when the other party doesn't know, right? And they, they're no. they're unwillingly or they're willing. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Okay, never mind. Forget I said anything. Yeah, no. Bat Bruce Wayne grooms kids to be just absolutely psychotic, not killing machines. Have Unless you ever seen Jason that Todd. They read that cartoon where he's like, uh, um, come on, he's like, I get you kids to come in here, fight for me, F- room and board, that's it. I don't even have to pay you to go risk your life. It's the greatest investment I've ever made. <laughs> I was like the the one where a Robin dies, and that's the whole reason why he has an orphanage, so that you know, he's got <laughs> so a full a set of, of kids. Yeah. Um, I just uh, imagine you walk into like the, the, the Wayne orphanage, and it's like this... Like gymnastics thing with like this fighting dojo, and, <laughs> and it's only yeah, it's just training. Mm. He had a girl, Robin. Technically two, if you count the Elseworlds, but yeah. So I don't count those because I've never heard of it. So maybe next year. Um. So 
he is obviously in love with with Chase uh, to the point where he's gonna give up being Batman after uh, what? Where was it? It was at Nigma's like unveiling of his new tech. There actually, actually, there was a montage. Did you count that? There was a montage in here with uh, Nigma giving the boxes to everybody. Ooh, speaking of though, okay. So the course of this movie is over like what a year's worth of time? Mm. Like 6 months at least. At least 6 months. Okay. Maybe cuz cuz there's maybe no four. like change in the weather first off. Um but second off Edward Nigma has to be a genius because he goes from being this broke nobody getting all this illegitimate money but having to make it look legit so he can get a business started gets a business started makes enough of these fucking boxes to fill every house in Gotham right well i mean yeah they, we did see the the video them of them and, of going to the store and selling out so but that's what i'm saying and and like quickest turnover in fucking history the dude could have went legit and still been on top of things if he wasn't so obsessed with, you know, getting Bruce to suck his dick. That's really the crux of every single, almost every single Batman villain. Because they, they're they in a field, they get spurned by somebody, usually Bruce Wayne or Batman. And so they create a device, or they create something because they're A, smart, or B, have money, um, to then make themselves the villain to then go after Batman and Bruce Wayne. When, if they were to take that technology and use it just to fuck Bruce Wayne over in the... Yeah, to ruin Wayne Corps. Then you'd ruin Batman and Bruce Wayne. Yeah, like... Outside of the Joker, the rest of them are just kind of like, no, we're, uh... We're gonna do this because... Why not? We... the, the, The world spurned me, so now I have to fight back. It's like, no, you just, you had a bad roll of the dice. You know, just come back to the game later and you might do better. Wow, that was the most right-wing propaganda I've ever come out of your mouth, Joey. You're welcome. Hard work and dedication will get you there. Exactly. Bruce Wayne. Exactly. I mean, he's done nothing nothing wrong with his money. So he get his money early. Who's to say he didn't do it? Yeah, who's to say he didn't do it? (laughs) I mean, I've got evidence I'm so, to say otherwise. So sad. My parents are dead. I, they never caught the guy. He went that way. Oh, oh, gun. Yeah, that was his gun. He went that yeah. way. Can I, can I get that check now? Come on, please, please. Um, let's see. I talked about spots, the. That's all I'm saying. You know, and takes the law into his own hands. It fits. That's all I'm saying. Um, I said I talked about the Apple Watch. Uh, let's... Ooh. At the end of it, when they're well, when they're fighting um, in like the Riddler cave thing, whatever, like their hideout. Yeah. Which also they put that thing together really fucking fast too, because I don't know if money. you've ever seen a construction crew, but they don't work that fast, even with all the money. Uh, they <laughs> do if they're being threatened with guns. Probably not. Have you ever met a construction worker? Was like, it? Oh yeah, look at this. Who cares? You didn't <laughs> think? No. I thought that was Two Face. Like they just took Two Faces place and like just renovated it maybe see i thought he was in like somewhere in the city so did i i thought he was like in in, like the underworld of the city not out on an island but i could be wrong yeah who knows i don't know 
but regardless, um, the point I was bringing up for that, which I got completely sidetracked, when uh, Riddler hits the button and drops um, Dick and Chase yeah. out of the things, Batman absolutely or- one Stacey'd Chase. I have that written down. Yes. 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 Because there's yep. no way he, as fast as they were falling, and as quickly as she stopped, and it being right there around her waist, there's no way he didn't fucking break her spine. Yep. Not the way I'd have blown out her spine. But, well, to, to be fair, she didn't. She didn't come back in the next movie. <laughs> but he's in love. The first time in his life, he was in love. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck over. Fuck uh, Kyle, I guess. But he did. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Um. So did did either one of you figure out why Riddler's like face and head got deformed. Was it because of all the like knowledge coming into his head? Is that it's because his brain outgrew his skull? Hmm. No, I don't know. It was because yeah, it that's was just... what they. It was stupid. It, 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 I I honestly don't think because at the end of it, when he's in the insane asylum, his face is back to normal. Fine. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I didn't understand that part at all. So what happened was, you know how they always tell you, like, if you uh, keep making a face, it'll stay that way. Jim Carrey made that face for too long during filming, and they had to wait for it to rest again before they could go back to the other scene. I mean, I could, I could believe it. Uh, you guys got anything else? Um, somebody on the Discord. I was getting ready to go to Discord next, but okay. uh, I didn't I know if you had any more, any more things from I... the movie. All right, so like, why can't we just have a Batmobile? Why do we have to blow it up every time? So you can get well, a new one the next movie. I know. It's toys. Like, it's all toys. I know. I get Marketing. that. But, like, you don't got to blow it up every time. I also... So, like, there's a lot of things, right? Like, the Riddler... I did, I did love that uh, Jim Carrey, on a regular basis, clanked himself in the back of the head when he was trying to do the... Constantly. The, the um, spin with the staff and stuff and, like, knocked himself out. Um, I did appreciate that. I, I hate... I hate the riddles. They're so stupid and like they're basic and they're so basic. It's so obvious. And at least is Riddler, even though we know that. Like it's so obvious that it's him. Yeah. Well, like, at it least the... their names in Batman, like we've Edward talked about this Nigma. before. E, yeah, Nick, Mister E. We're... And like, like and but but like the like all the riddles. The riddles were never about him revealing who he was to Batman. It was always like riddles were like designed to be like traps or like, you know, or, or something else. like well, it was usually like traps or leading to the bigger score. Right. Like, Which more often than not into another trap. Ultimately. Yes. Yes. And like, it just seems so stupid because like the riddles lift right up out of this. <laughs> they mean nothing. They, they don't literally mean, they mean don't nothing. Mean and I love how, like, they had the one, like, the face one, right? And it pops out, and it's, like, Bruce's face, and it goes, like, crazy. Like, they're very elaborately put together, but they're also really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, like, it like it pops up, and they're just like, oh, my God. What kind of a monster would design such a heinous-looking thing? It's like, that's Hallmark. Bruce's face. What are you talking about? There's something <laughs> different about it. Like, it's this just parents stupid. died for that face, okay? <laughs> yeah. And well, then, like, they died the, for Michael Keaton's face. He had That's he got right. reconstructive surgery to get Val Kilmer's face. But like we got so like but we got the Batwing in this. 
Mm-hmm. And we got the bat boat, which I guess Ooh. was a was a which, call only for this and, time, and then they got blown up also. Well, they both got they both got blown up. Yeah, because um, they start playing the stupidest game of fucking battleship you've ever seen. <laughs> so uh, I did see this in the on IMDb, which I don't know if you both knew about this. There was a uh, a movement to have the Schumacher cut come out for this. Allegedly, when Schumacher died, they got re- revealed that there was like forty or fifty more like minutes of scenes. That made the tone a little darker. It actually explained more about Bruce dealing with his trauma of his parents dying. Um, and oh, because they didn't cover that in like two other movies, and oh, well, like actually, like legit dealing with it because that was the most the, the crux of most of this movie. Anytime he'd go to chase, was like, yeah, my parents died, and I guess I never really I have this, this uh, recurring nightmare from there's it. There's a there's a a good 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 um, standard that you should have, and it's never date your therapist. Well, um, Bruce doesn't understand that. To be fair, he sees it's tits and he's like, Bruce has never actually gone to a therapist. That too. Um, but no, so there's a scene. Alfred's not a therapist? Or atrocious. <laughs> Basically. Uh, allegedly, in, in the script, and this was either written out or not filmed, Bruce, after Joker and Riddler come in, or sorry, Riddler and Two-Face come in and blow up the Batcave, they blew up, like, every, every single ship's blown up, everything's gone. Um, Bruce lost his memory. He got amnesia for a minute. And Alfred took took him down to, (laughs) yes, to the Batcave, which is all blown up. But there was a second level down there that housed the Batmobile and the Batwing. And so when he gets down there, I I guess by him seeing that all the memories came back, flooded back. And he's like, oh, I guess I am Batman. Okay. I'm kind of glad they didn't do that. They didn't put that in the movie. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they didn't. But so, that that is the reason why those two vehicles are around when everything else was gone because they were on a totally different level and Riddler didn't know they were there. Gotcha. Um, so this is just something that I I noticed um, when Bruce and uh, Edward are talking at like the little gala thing or whatever. Puts the glasses on, takes the glasses off. Yeah, they both kept doing this, and then yep. and then. After Bruce would do it, then Edward would do it. Yeah, but I think he was doing it on purpose. He, he was. was. Yeah, he was, he was yeah, 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 okay. And it was fucking hilarious. Also, yeah. how far do those fucking kids walk to trick or treat? Holy fuck. Um, like, there's nothing around Wayne Manor. Yeah, but you know why you go to Wayne Manor. The man has money. He's given out full-size, probably king-size candy bars. I bet you he wasn't. I bet you he had the fucking No, bag, Alfred. Like Alfred things. was giving out the yeah, big Alfred size, the king-size. Yeah, Alfred hooked him up. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Because, yeah, Alfred's like, this ain't my money, bitches. Have fun. Bruce is, too busy, often, his, Bruce is too busy trying to get his dick wet. How often does Bruce um, remodel Wayne Manor? Uh, too much. Because that's the third time it's been different. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a big manor. Listen, they gotta sell toys, man. You know <laughs> I mean? like, <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think by this time they had the like the manor like and Batcave playset, yeah. so I wouldn't right, be surprised whatsoever. Of toys completely off subject, but do you guys remember the uh, Ghostbuster like uh, firehouse? Yeah, I think I had it at one point. That was the yeah. I, I remember. I, I had. had. The, I remember the the real Ghostbusters version. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like from like the cartoon. Yeah, that thing was awesome. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and get to the Discord questions because I I put it on Discord, which Chuck over at Patreon.com/slash/Professional Casual as low as one dollar get access to the Discord. Thanks, sir. 
Um, yeah, so over there, if you want to get to Discord, we I try to get these up in a timely manner to uh, have people. You give unleashed us questions. all bridled hell in that Discord when you <laughs> when you ask for questions. You don't know what you're unlocking. Look, guess you're I like I understand. Hands, uh, kit bashing and or kit smashing. Kit and hasn't... Quinn go ape shit in there. They I don't know what this is tame. Literally. So far, this is tame. I've done it twice. Been yeah, pretty tame so far. It it, it's it's going to be given the year. I know. All right. So the first one uh, from good at this game. Is it going to suck as much as the last two on the rewatch? <laughs> yes. The answer to that is yes, folks. I wanted so to put that in. That question sounds like a really handsome guy. But yes, I it did suck. I really wanted to uh, at, like begin with that, but it's fine. Um. <laughs> Bad GM Dan uh, asked why the ridiculous colors all over, over the place. 90s. Hey, we answered that earlier. Yeah. Because they yeah, were colorblind and nobody well, knew. We didn't even talk about, like, well, it was, uh, what's the gang that he goes and tries to fight? Cause I don't know. They, they, sexually assault. They're an actual, like, thing in the comics. Yeah. Los Diablos kind of... or something like that they're called? Yeah, they're like a. That, that scene is like supposed to be a a big deal, and I, I is don't it? Know why. Are they, they supposed to be the similar the next movie too? No, I don't think so. The ones that like uh, with Bane and uh, is that not the same group of? Uh... I, I believe so. Well, I thought... if it, I mean, they have the same she, out, the same look, but well, because she goes in there like at the beginning of the movie and like has Bane break down place like your new management. Yeah. You know, it's been a while since I've seen Batman and Robin, so I can't, I can't actually tell you. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it, too, but I remember that. Um, okay, so Pony Danza asks, uh, why did they think Jim Carrey was cool? Again, 90s, fresh off of uh, Mask. Ace Ventura. Yeah. Ace Ventura, Matt TV, like, he, he hit his stride right there and then kind of disappeared. Matt TV. Hmm? He was in Living in Color. In Living Color. Yes, yeah, sorry, my bad. I'm sorry. How, take take my Jim Carrey card away, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna take your Jim Carrey card away from here, you psychopath. Okay. okay. Uh, bad GM Dan asked how they how they know Jim Carrey would steal every scene. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he steals every scene. Doesn't mean it was good that he did. Oh, it's because he he's just overacted and makes himself the the center of it. That's how. He, would you, that's how would he you argue that they kind of wanted that too because he was like. You look at the rest of it's, his cast. He's the biggest thing when this movie, before this movie even drops, he's the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, he's like, keeping the nation. They, yeah. They literally wrote the character around Jim Carrey's personality instead of having Jim Carrey act around the Riddler's personality. Yeah. So yeah, they had to have expected it. That's true. Bunk two eighty three asks, if this movie was remade today, who would play what? What actors would you change? Um. Are we assuming that it's the same script and like the same setting? Well, here's the thing, because it wouldn't be the same script, right? Like if it was made today, they would change up a lot of it. it yeah, they would just make it look like a Marvel movie. Okay, so mm. imagine, if you will, You're not wrong. a Batman in the like twenty twenty two where he's gonna fight the Riddler. Oh wait. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> So well, this like, is gonna be out there, but for Batman, it's gonna be the dude that played the glittery vampire. Um, for the Riddler, for Riddler, 
Give me that guy from Fanboys. <laughs> um, <clears throat> shit, I can't remember anybody else that was in that movie. Fuck. Yeah, this is so, gonna be a great bit, but I fucked it up. You sorry. got, you got, um, you got the one, the one uh, guy from Westworld. He's a really cool guy. Uh, you got. Yep. Yep. So I can remember. That. All right. So I actually thought about a damn answer about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Cause I didn't. So hey, I put thought into my answer. Fuck you both. <laughs> so for for Riddler, uh, f- and goddamn it, you just and you fucked it all. Up. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I did. Um, because like I would want to tweak him a little bit and change him a little bit, but the um, uh, driver, the the uh, guy who plays Kylo Ren, I actually oh, think he'd oh, do a really solid job as a Riddler. He'd be good. As a yeah. I like Adam Driver. Yeah, like as a more serious thriller. Like, yeah. I think, well, I think he could also be like kind of not Jim Carrey over the top, but we don't want Jim Carrey over. But the top. a little zany, not like, I, yeah. a little nerd. You know what he like, reminds me of? Arkham, the Arkham Asylum games version of Riddler. Okay. Where he was kind of okay. like smarmy and like you know the workshop, and he just hides the entire time. Yeah. You never really fight him. You only are just trying to. Drive get the damn and do, and do trophies. all the trophies, yeah, and trophies and stuff. Um, like, that version. That's not a bad one. Neil, that's not I, bad I one. Think you do a really good job. And honestly, that's like really if you take out a lot of the campiness in this one, because there's not a ton. Like we don't get the campy until the next movie. But there, if you take out a lot of the campiness, this could actually be a decent movie. You know, as long as you yeah. rewrote the script and um, actually, yeah. Anyway, anyway. <clears throat> but then, like, okay, but. Who would be a, a good Batman? And don't say Robert Pattinson. I mean, that's he is a good name. Batman. I couldn't think of his fucking name, but yeah, that's... The, um, he is a good Batman, but like... I would, a, almost, I would almost lean into like doing this more as like a Dark Knight Returns situation. Mm, where you get like more of an old man Bruce. So like somebody who's kind of been doing it for a while. You okay. know what I mean? Like, like kind of have like an older actor. I don't know who necessarily like... I, I, that was like kind of one of the ones I was struggling with. John Hamm isn't a bad idea. So yeah, John Hamm it, it would be pretty solid. I'm trying to think of like a more like thicker but shorter kind of like bulky dude who, who okay. could fit the role. Because like you want, I don't think we want. I don't think I would want flippy dippy Batman. I kind of want stands there and fist fights you, Batman. Gotcha. It's kind of like the like, but like in that older version, but not. But also, I think Ben Affleck could have done it. You know what I mean? Like he could have he could have worked really well in this spot. Well, and that's kind of what he was in BVS. Like he was the Batman who's been around for a while, been doing this for twenty plus years, and now he's kind of at the end of his rope. And then when we get into Justice League, both versions, um, you got the one where he's quippy and jumping around and kind of messes up. But then you got the other one where it's actually he, yes, he's serious, but he he is believing in people again, and he's he's actually starting to take things seriously. So, um, that's not a bad idea. Having, I mean, I, I I like Ben Affleck, Batman. We'll get to it when we get to it. But so now, Robin, hear me out. The little kid that plays Bodie in Lock and Key. Oh, okay. Because he already looks like he'd be a Robin. <laughs> that's true. Not bad. That's. Yeah, uh, uh, he was also in the kid from it, the one that gets killed. Oh yeah, he was uh, Georgie in it. Yep. 
I know that I'll probably get a little bit of like weird side glance, but for Two Face, um, Josh Brolin, I think that would work as as kind of like the more like crime syndicate, you know, dealing with like split personality disorder. I think he could do it too. So. Yeah, like well, I mean, and he did. He did Jonah Hex, which he had a messed up face. So I know what you mean. Shut up. <laughs> but like, I'm I think moving he past it. Could have done. I think he could have done the campiness, or, or you lean in hard to him being the straight man to Riddler. You yes. know what I mean? Like, like Riddler's got the the fun, yeah. weird side. So, so you're going, yeah, like you're the, going with Cable and Deadpool in this situation, then. Basically. Yeah, kind of, but like, but dark. Like in a darker tone, because like I don't oh, want. Oh come on! I, Kill, I, I, <laughs> but like, okay, but like, but is Adam Driver? Is that his name? I think that's his name. Adam Driver, yeah. Yeah, I think Adam Driver could be like kind of the smarmy, quirky mouthpiece, but be a villain about it. And then Josh Brolin coming in and being like, "Yeah, and now we're just going to shoot you," and you know, and like, and like having that like struggle of like trying to keep what personality is in control of him yeah. at all times. Like, I think that would make sense, but you could have just enough campiness to still have this vibe of the movie. Okay. I like For it. Robin though. I'd still, I'd still keep, uh, keep Chris, Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell today. Yeah. Chris O'Donnell today. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, Put him in there. who cares? <laughs> Let him, let him try it again. Let him try it one more time. He was an adult when they shot it in 95. Why not let him do it again? That's fair. And it, realistically, he has a better body than he's ever had. Now, yeah, he, he's in what, the one of the NCISs or one of yeah. the... Yeah, he does not, he has not aged at all. He, like, looks, good. he looks good. inject him right into it. And yeah. I think with that cast and with like the level of acting that he has like developed over the years, I actually think he could reprise this role and do a better job. Well, okay, well, and so you know, in the next I movie, he remember be- him from other than this was Three Musketeers. Yes, which, funny enough, uh, one of the questions from Cyber Drinker: uh, How much better would the film have been if Chris, O'Don- Chris O'Donnell played Robin as his D'Artagnan instead of the way the script had him had the character? Um, I, I feel like he was he was definitely more jokey in the beginning of Three Musketeers. When he's well, like okay. facing off against so, everybody, so he but he was playing an angsty teenager, but he was actually an angsty twenty-five-year-old. So it just came off as like this doesn't work. In the beginning, toward like once he meets the three musketeers and understands oh, what's going on about Batman and Robin. Oh my bad. Or uh, Batman Forever. Yeah, can't wait for him to <laughs> Batman and Robin and see all that train wreck. Um, oh, that's like. I'd be down for it. You know, it, it if we're going to go with, with Chris O'Donnell being Robin again, why you know, why not, right? You you know, you're right, Chuck, he's got multiple years now of, of stuff under his belt, acting under his belt. I would almost I would almost say I don't know. If we're saying it's the same script, I'd almost lean into the fact that he would just be Nightwing at that point. You know what I Which, mean? Which like, Nightwing in the movie. In Bat- he does, but in Batman and Robin, he actually his Robin outfit looks more Nightwing yeah. than like it's the Robin. Apparently. And he, yeah. he still doesn't get rid of the dumb cape, but whatever. Well, they were they were they were setting him up for his uh, own spinoff movie. <laughs> uh, 
allegedly there was going to be a third Shoemaker, like a fifth film that got canned. So that could have easily been going into that route. But, okay. Uh, Let's see here. (laughs) So, also Cyber Drinker. How did Val Kilmer, who played Iceman in Top Gun, manage to make Batman and and inherently cool character seem dull? Uh, because he doesn't act. Yeah, we, we kind of went over that one. Uh, Bruce underscore Lee asked about Billy D not playing Two-Face, which I talked about. Um, it's because Warren Bros. was racist at the time. Warren Bros. is stupid. Still, <laughs> they haven't changed. Well, they're changing. They finally got a regime that is better. Don't they have like no money? I just feel like I just well, talk about that. Like they can only greenlight two of their movies or something. Yeah, and those both movies came out, which uh, they both were decent. Like it was Don't Worry Darling and Black Adam. Um, watch them both. Movies. I heard they were. I, I heard. I heard Black. I heard Black Adam was aggressively okay. That's all I heard. So the critics hated it. Shocker. Uh, yeah. Audiences have loved it. I'm not wait, wait, going wait. to... Audiences have loved it or you loved it? So you no. yourself as the whole Audiences thing. have loved it. There's like a 90% <laughs> I have heard on a lot of Rotten Tomatoes. People say it's a really good action movie. It's, it's, it's an action movie. Yeah. It is straight action. You the can't expect a dialogue... Rock is not an actual actor and he's never, he's never will be. Yeah. Like, no, he's, um... a, he's a great action star. He is not an actor. Yes. Yes. It, it's not... The worst movie I've ever seen, but there's there is a lot of problems with it, but it's not bad. Like it's it like I actually just talked about it over on DC Alliance over on my other podcast, uh, the that podcast network, Geek Ultimate Alliance Network, and I put it just below middle of the DC EU. So it's it's good, but like if you have any passing interest, I would say I'd recommend watching it in theaters. But otherwise, you can wait till it's streaming on HBO Max. It's it's it's, it's fine. That's fine. Yeah. What I'll do. So how about how about The perfect. Rock as Batman? No. <laughs> that's He's like, trying to be Superman. Like it's not working. I mean, that'd be casting like Will Smith as like Neo. Like it just doesn't work. Which almost happened. I know. That's why. That's I why you said it. Like, it um, the last question. I lost it. Where was it? Uh, it's in the Discord. Shut up. Uh, what comic book is this based off of? And that's when you put the screenplay. <laughs> uh, that's a great. That's a great screenplay. It's, it's based off of uh, Batman comics. Um, by yeah, DC. like it's uh, weird, it, it, right? You know what it feels like? It feels like somebody went and read. It's like somebody went and asked a bunch of kids what they love about Batman instead of actually just doing a little bit of Batman research and like reading like some Batman comics to get a storyline. Yeah. Cuz like I can I can get the research team on again. We can talk about the number of comics that came out of like really important storylines at this point they could have worked off of. There was so many. You know what so I mean? So many. And like and then we even see it in in Batman and Robin like you have Bane right there. You could have yeah. done Nightfall. You know what I mean? Like you could have done. You could have. Well, I mean, and we do get Nightfall I wanted in later, but Dracula. and they just won't do it until years later when they make uh, the animated like one hour movie, which we covered and we liked. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. 
I also it's... like the Scooby Doo crossover. It's also very good. That one I never watched. I need to watch that one. It's good. Wait, it's which Scooby Doo crossover? There's the a more recent one, like the more recent one. two, two or three years ago. Although there's there is one that goes a little further back, which was Scooby Doo and the Batman, like animated. Yes, but, like yeah, back from that the one's 70s. Also very good. Shockingly, very good for having two very different tones of like <laughs> show. Um. Okay, so that is everything I have. Um, Ron, want to go ahead and do the bingo? Okay. Um, so first off, uh, we don't get this one all that often, but the talking trope. Like where's like they were specifically like the the way that they were they would say things or like try to come off of things to where it would make it like um uh like when Tommy Lee Jones would talk with both sides of his head or yeah. like when the doctor would try to say something smart and witty but it just was like okay I didn't know we had that trip on there nice. Yeah, it's 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 one that we don't really we really get. Uh, comic logic, obviously, we've covered a bunch of uh, shit that obviously only works because you know it doesn't Batman. have to make sense because it's a comic. Uh, unexplainable science, again, sucking people's brain waves out. Um, a love triangle with self, which usually Batman's the only one we ever get this on. Um, usually, because, Superman too sometimes. Yeah, uh, dead parents twice over. I mean, yeah. damn, like, we had two sets of dead parents in this one. Yes, we All did. Right, guys. Rolling up the body count. Uh, villain monologue. Mm-hmm. And that was all I had. That's all you got. Bingo. You, Love it. Uh, thinking of, of, like, what you say about Two-Face and the talking thing, it obviously falls flat. Right, like it's it's just like he, he's like flipping he doesn't through. change his cadence. Right, if, that, it, if, 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 it, it, if he changes cadence or like changes like the tone, you know, yeah. what I mean? like the actual like like not just turn his tone. face. Right, like it's no, like, like change because even oh in the God, um, yeah, like even in the animated, you had Harvey and you had Two Face, and they had just a just a tiniest of cadence difference, but you could tell. Right. And like you didn't like you didn't feel well, like there was a, different too. Yeah. Right. And like, you don't, I don't feel that here. I just feel like he is Two Face and there is no Two Face and Harvey Dent. Like, there is yeah. no clash of, of personality here. He's just a guy with a gimmick. You know what I mean? He's a guy with a coin and a weird face and a gun. Yeah. But I still think he did a very good job in comparison to what I did when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, all right. So, kill count. I've got a total of 16. Um, is that including all the guys in the cars that exploded against the alleyway wall? That is. Okay. I had ten up to that point because no, I had <laughs> nine because then Two Face at the end, obviously. Um, but that also includes uh, the flying Graysons in there, so that's nine right there. Two Face also, I think, no shooting that rocket launcher into the other car. That's two right there. Um, yeah. Basically, Two Face killed practically everybody in this movie, and, and there was a well about we that. Batman doesn't kill. About that, <laughs> I don't know if it was the original script or just an uh, an alternate ending. Allegedly, Robin, when when he was he convinced Two Face that like, hey, you're using your coin on everybody else. Why don't you turn that coin on yourself? And so he flips it, comes up. Negative, like bad, and so he kills himself in the alternate version. So this could have been the movie where where Batman didn't kill anybody, 
But we didn't get that. Batman killed Two-Face. Fighting with me is exhausting. They're just <laughs> sleeping. Um, I also feel like they had like a really good, like I almost would have liked that better than just the stupidity of he's so obsessed with the, with the coin, not the result that yeah. like him throwing all the other coins is what killed him. Not just, the decision that the coin was made. Yeah. Plus yeah, that kind of bugged me. Plus the coins falling down and then him falling and landing and the coin landing on his palm as he's sinking down. That wouldn't have happened. Well, that's just comic logic. That, yeah, just, exactly. that was just a really cool scene, Joe. Was it cool, though? Yeah, I thought it was cool as a I kid. I think it was that cool. I as a kid? A you had to clarify that? Yeah. I, had, yeah. I, right. I had that coin. I had that coin, and I would bring it to the pool with me, and I would reenact that scene every day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so, Chuck, since you're here, the Spawn Cape Continuum. So, two things about this. We're going to do a two a twofer. Okay. One on graphics, one on actual capes. Okay. Okay. Because I know um, the scene you can talk about. The the absurd, uh, like cape flapping of when they were climbing up the island, and just how they are moving independent from the like wind of the rain. Like because <laughs> you can see the rain wind, yeah. And then their capes are flapping literally the opposite way that the wind that the rain is falling, and I'm just like, what is this? What is happening? Like you can tell it's just like wires, and people are just like. Tried to do something they can, yeah. Um, uh, graphics wise, I, I I don't know. I mean, like hit or miss. It's uh, it's like weird. there were some that was okay, uh, like but there were some that was bad. Brain, the brain, the actual images from the brain sucks. Where like we saw what they were seeing mm-hmm. looked legitimate, yeah, like looked yeah. really awesome. But then like weird warpy head of him absorbing all the knowledge, yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. That terrified uh, me as a kid. I remember or, that or scene the, being kind of creepy and scary to me. The the or it's cartoon like, <laughs> <laughs> like just being Jim Carrey, you know. The cartoon Batmans that they put in every time he was gliding down on his cape somewhere because almost every one of those was CGI like when he jump off the the, the helicopter at the beginning where he's cl- uh, holding the uh, chain on the helicopter and that that whole thing was CGI that that didn't yeah, really work. It, it, that wasn't that wasn't very good at all. Yeah. No, but like, and you could tell where the budget was. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it like, definitely wasn't in props because. Uh, the, well, it was uh, in neon lights. The the, the blender that uh, Jim Carrey used for his original helmet. I mean, while it's humorous because you know he built it out of you know like kitchen junk lights, apparently. Yeah. He was also working for Wayne Enterprises and should have never had to stoop that low. Yeah, but to see the mess that his desk was, I mean, obviously he was using his money on the worst possible things ever. Um, but yeah, okay. Uh, so that just leaves our score. So Chuck, we will start with you. All right, I'm. I want to be fair. I want to be fair to Joe because I usually shit. Don't have to. I'm. I want to be fair to Joe. I don't want my nostalgia to bump this too high. And 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 hurt his feelings because I finally we are finally watching something that I have nostalgia for. Yes, that I am going to rank higher <laughs> than I would if I had not seen this movie. I'm going to give this a seven point one. Wow. Okay. Damn. And that's like that is with full nostalgia because I probably would have given it closer to an eight. Like I still love this movie. It's still so. I up until rewatching it, probably still actually couldn't tell you what the plot was. 
You know what I mean? Like none of it actually, I remember being as a kid loving this movie and being like, I don't actually get what's happening. What are they trying to do? Why are they just trying to like, is it just the Riddler? And then they're just trying to stop him. I didn't even realize the whole brain sucking thing was actually like the, that was the plot device. That was the MacGuffin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ronald, what you got? Well, uh, I don't have much nostalgia for this one. Cause like I said, I didn't watch this one that often. Um, and holy shit, there was just so much that was absolute garbage in it, uh, from lines to, you know, uh, bad acting to plot holes that are just like, or like Chuck's a missing plot altogether. Um, I, I think I would watch the other Batmans again before I would watch this one. Oh, again. wow. And you didn't so really, you weren't think, really favorable on the other Batmans. No, I really wasn't. And, and but I, I think I'm gonna keep it about the like in the same. Like, I'm just gonna give it a four point five, and that's being generous because Nicole Kidman's pretty hot. Um, mm-hmm. And Drew Barrymore. I hated hot. that stupid doll. The like yeah, well, the, the doll the, that she looks. Like, yeah, that has that weird. It, it's the sound that it makes. It just super bothered me as a kid. Like I hated that sound. I don't know why. So I am giving this uh, a 6.5. I've got nostalgia there, but this is also the beginning of Batman think- starting to dip for me. Yeah. Like, yes, I did see this. I, I want to say, I, I think I saw this in theaters. I could be wrong. I know I saw Batman and Robin in theaters. And that one has a little bit more nostalgia for me. So like when we get to that one, that might be a tick higher. But this one, it, it's... I still enjoy it. Like we were saying in the very beginning, like this is a movie where we didn't have to watch it because, you know, Chuck and I, we remembered everything. We watched it enough as a kid that it was just in our heads. But yeah, 6.5 for me. I, I, I enjoy it. I will say, I think this is my favorite Batmobile. It is a good Batmobile. I think this is my favorite. My favorite. Minus the fact that it does look like something that would probably come out of like, Hellraiser or something with just well, like see, the weird exposure. Yeah. Like, I, I think it feels like something that uh, Vin Diesel in the you know mid nineties would have been trying to uh, push onto kids as a toy for Street Sharks. <laughs> yeah, but like that's what made it cool. <laughs> wow, love Street Sharks. I kind of wish we had gotten a an actual like they teased the idea of like a bat cycle and that we then we don't get it. Well, we I think we're going to cycle in the next movie. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but like, that's. Uh, I am very curious to find it. Like, do you, Ron, do you have nostalgia for Batman and Robin? A little bit, but mostly because, like, um, whereas I didn't like the one liners in this one, the I was at that age when Batman and Robin came out that I'm like, this is some fucking stupid shit, and Arnold drops one-liners like fucking mad throughout that. Whole that's movie. all. That's all his. That's all yep. his lines are. Like he's like they they play him very well to what yeah. he's very good at doing. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. And I think that I think that's actually what makes that movie for me. That and um, like Uma Thurman's pretty banging hot too. Oh yeah, agree. And also that's you know Alicia Silverstone. That's yeah, in her kind yeah, of I prime. Had a crush on her when I was a kid too. Oh yeah. Um, Clueless, all that. Yep, not all that, but Clueless. You know, she was not in all that. No, I. 
I didn't mean all I that know. as the thing. God damn it. Anyway, so that gives us a combined score of 6.03. Which also, I forgot to say, this is our 50th movie that we did. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And this sits at number 21. Just behind the Vault of Horrors from 1973 at 6.3. And just above uh, The Incredible Hulk Returns from 88 at uh, 6.0. So, not a bad spot. Like, it's it's above half. I like it. It's actually, so, uh, because we were favorable on this one, it is above both Batman Returns and Batman. <laughs> you assholes. Wait, wait. By how much, though? Uh, Batman Returns is 5.83. So that's like twenty point two points. Yeah, it would it would have never been that low because even if, I was going to give it a four point two five, but I decided on a four point five instead. So and then I'm just curious. Batman is a four point nine eight, just below five. That's because you guys you guys hate me. Um, but yeah, so we did it. You gotta quit taking the shit personally, Joe. I mean, yes, we do it to personally offend you because uh-huh. the movies actually suck. So. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so, ooh, interesting. That being said, that is that's the movie. That's Batman Forever. Um, Chuck, why if go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you if you want to be found. Um, if you want to find me, uh, you can come find me. I'll fight you in a parking lot. I don't care. Um, you can find me on Instagram. And uh, over on uh, TikTok, where I talk about uh, McDonald's uh, Coke. Um, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, that one. That one blew up a lot more than it needed to. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Um, McDonald's actually liked it, so like now, oh. yeah, so it was like a whole thing. Anyway, um, you can find me at Kicked Out of the Hood. There's no E in Kick, so C I K D. Um, nope. K I C K D kicked out of the hood. It's I've been up since 4 a.m. and it is getting late. My brain is oatmeal apparently. Kicked out of the hood on TikTok and Instagram. No Ian kicked. Um, you can of course check out this show at Professional Casual. Head over to professionalcasual.com uh, and use all of their affiliate links at built. Go to built.com, <laughs> promo code professional casual at checkout, get yourself 10% off. Head over to REPP Sports, that's repsports.com. Get yourself some energy drinks, get yourself some hypersleep, get yourself whatever you need for your workouts, your pre workouts, your post workouts, whatever it is. Head over there and use promo code professional casual at checkout, get yourself 15% off, which I have to go order more raise energy. Actually, now that we uh, sit here and talk about this. And of course, head over to <laughs> beardedragongames.online for all of your game store goodness as uh, as your new boss uh, likes to say. Uh, use promo say, code this. PCME10 <laughs> at checkout. Get yourself 10% off. Or if you use promo code professional casual, I think you still get free shipping. So consider that. Or use promo code NOT PCME10 <laughs> PCNME10 to get 11% off if that code still works. If not, just use promo code PCNME10. Perfect. Oh, God, man. The nostalgia is real tonight. I, I mean, you'll have to do it maybe at least got, one more time for Batman and Robin when we come back for that one. Uh, Ron, where can they find you? 
Uh, I am good at this game on Instagram and TikTok and other places. Um, yeah, that's pretty okay. much it. Very nice. Uh, you can also find this show on Twitter at Comic Rundown, on Instagram at Comic Book Rundown. Email us, comicbookrundown at gmail.com. Rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts or your podcasting app of choice. If you do, let us know through socials, through whatever. We will read it on an upcoming episode. Um, our music was done by Cam, Dr. Cam, I should say, uh, who is no longer part of Wreck My Podcast. And I'm the Sex Turtles, I mean, I'm pretty, I think they're pretty much dead, but whatever. Uh, so Dr. Cam made our music. And um, we have merch over at Redbubble and Public. Our next movie, um, I have to double check, but I think it might be Masters of the Universe. Holy shit. Um, however, though, yes, however, we still got to get together sometime and do the next Conan, the Destroyer. I'm not saying that's going to be the next one, but we got to get together and do that at some point in time. So, fun fact, I am a huge Motu fan. Oh. I, I love everything about Masters of the Universe. I, I didn't grow up on the original cartoon, but I grew up in, like, that remake. I think it was called He-Man and Power Grayskull or something like that. Yeah. It was, like, it was like, the, like the 09-ish era or 06 era. Um, and I absolutely love that version of them, and I love the comics. I have never seen the Masters of the Universe 80s movie. Neither have I. So I'm. It's I'm, currently I'm, on HBO Max. Oh, is it really? Yes. I've heard it's not the best. I've heard bad things about that it. That is very accurate. But yeah. I've only heard that from diehard Motu fans. Okay. Are so you? Is this? Is this you? Fan? You're saying it's bad. And I'm saying it's not good. Okay. Is but this you, Chuck? Is this way your way of saying you want to come back for well, Mass of the Universe? Come, yeah, I'll come back. I'll rip that thing apart. All right. We I, will I, figure. I we will. Lundgren guy. We will figure something out. We'll we'll figure out a date. But I so, will say this: I have heard that the Skeletor performance is actually pretty solid. That's because the, the guy who does that is the principal from Back to the Future. I did know that. Yes, Principal Skinner, or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, I think that's from uh, Simpsons, isn't it? Skinner is Simpsons. Um, <laughs> I'm just confusing everything tonight. I need sleep. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, you know what's great though? What's that? I'm pretty sure that since we've joined the Professional Casual Network, we've had Chuck on our show more than he's been on that network <laughs> on his own show. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. See, people don't believe that it's an indefinite hiatus, but it is an indefinite <laughs> hiatus. But I'll, I can't wait for the Discord to be like, oh, sure, he's got time to go record other people's shows, but he can't come back and do a Lee show. Yeah, because we never did say you were going to be on this. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Yeah, oh, if they actually listen in a month, riot gifts in your in your Discord channel. Fine, like, these people are talking. Com slash professional casual is one dollar. <laughs> All right, or gentlemen. Head over to twitch.tv slash professional casual network. If you give a give the sub over there, um, they'll you get access to the Discord that way too. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I still remember. See, it. it's all. I, look, I'm happy to have you on because as of right now, Tim, I talked to him yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, we don't have to. You don't have to promote anything just yet." It's fine. Yeah, give it time. So, oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Then, you'll, then you get the, then you'll get the, the message. Hey guys, uh, we need to start making sure we're getting promotions in. Okay. We need, I we did need, throw so, like, I put up the very first episode that's going to be new format, uh, and basically starting with professional casual. And I, I was given the intros and the outros, and they're on there. So there you go. We're there. It's we're there. part of it. 
Who's go. got two thumbs and did a good job? You. No, I didn't do anything. Both of you. you. Exactly. You both did a good job. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Um, always a blast. And we will catch you guys next time. Later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the power phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolforp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder 2nd edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.